awal. Okay, are we recording it? Yes. Are you ready? We are. Yes. Welcome to Community Alchemy, a podcast hosted by Brian V that's filled with community fails, spilled tea, and knowledge drops for the scrappy, curious, and voracious community builder. We're more discussion-based with a light peppering of practical know-how and guest panels. Our goal is that you get a laugh in, feel less alone, and give yourself some credit for doing the difficult yet fulfilling work of community. Let's get into it. Hey, everybody. So we're here today, Brie and V, back at it with Community Alchemy. And hi, hi. (laughs) Uh, We are dropping knowledge and possibly listening to maybe not a few of our fails, but something like lessons, because, you know, I'm very winner learn as community builders. So it's not shocking that a little psychology goes a long way. Bree and I have been discussing the ways in which we have personally sought out educating ourselves for the purposes of improving our community builder selves. And as it happens, those convos branched out as they always do, uh, but they include more of a professional acumen tip as well as some personal self-awareness learning. So before we dive fully into this topic, of course, we got to start with the random question to get us going. So Bree, my boo, The question is, when is the last time you learned something new and what was it? So apropos for this topic. Thank you. It was off the dome. What can I say? Dang. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The last time, man, so I'm a generalist, so I really do like picking up new things. But the last time I would say that I like so clearly put myself in a, a state of vulnerability that I did not know. Yes. Yes. Um, I think it would be most intensely. It's been surfing. Um, Ooh, love that. the intensity comes from literally getting thrashed by the waves. <laughs> yeah, perfect. That's a way to humble you. Oh my gosh. So much. So there is nothing more humbling than submitting yourself to the ocean <laughs> uh in all yeah. of her power and glory. So yeah, I would say mm. surfing has been my latest, latest endeavor. And I've I've been at it for about a year now and have improved very earnestly over the last 12 months. What about you? I love it. I love it. <laughs> um it's very Capricorn of me, work only. Uh I have been voraciously <laughs> learning email marketing. <laughs> Which I laugh at because marketing is certainly, God, let's talk about community marketing again, you know, but they're definitely in Mm. tandem. And Mm. I always felt several steps behind because I I didn't have the just 101 marketing knowledge. So I spent my solitude month of November in Austin learning about email marketing. I was just downing blogs. I'm reading an actual book about it, which Mm. is not boring. I'm actually enjoying it. What book are you reading? it's called it's on my phone it's called email marketing great title and <laughs> did uh, you just google email marketing books and that was the one you <laughs> i did google it at that but i put in best okay okay so <laughs> that was like the big differential 
Oh um, my gosh. damn, I've been downloading mad books. So it's all the, okay. Email marketing for business ultimate guide by Susan Gwynn. It is practical. It's a few years old, but no big deal. It's relatively the same stuff. Well, let's face it. So. Oh, I'm curious. Uh, that, well, I'm, that I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Great. And I hate being new to things. So something I'm also working on. <laughs> well, something I realized, Brie, <laughs> in that moment is that uh, one can practice their growth zone by consistently getting uncomfortable and also mm. i have always sometimes i have always felt yeah a step behind whether it's this or that and therefore mm. i hate being new to something because it shows that i don't know it and who mm. knows something fully by the time they start something new like nobody but still like i'm the differential right so what i'm incorporating into my life is games and literal games board games like extreme board games beyond apples to apples okay beyond monopoly i'm talking about real stuff like i spent 200 dollars worth of games really to, yo like strategy games and all things like that so i can work on this aspect of myself and not feel so dumb for a lack of a better word yeah so that's something and me that and my and d are going to be doing and my parents are coming to visit for soon oh, so we're gonna do my that gosh. i love your industrious nature so is this like <laughs> this is like i feel uncomfortable being new or bad at something so i'm going to purchase a million new games so that i'm always experiencing this like new learning curve and getting more comfortable with it is that what is, basic is that what just basic gist yes and what i mean the the moral of this story or the the origination rather not moral is that um I have never been a games person and I am have been in a relationship with a man who's a gamer like video games and I've never been around somebody that games like period except for like you know FIFA but he's <laughs> doing extreme strategic games okay and then we'll play on the computer Age of Empires uh so you're like creating civilizations basically and I know this game because my mom was a heavy computer gamer as I grew up and she and my boyfriend are very similar in their strategic minds. And my dad and I are very like, oh God, everyone's paying attention that I'm so slow and picking this up. I hate games. I don't want to do this. I don't want to look stupid thing. So I never grew up with games, right? I'm like going all the way back. So I'm like, damn, where'd this come from? And like, is it hereditary? <laughs> no, you could just practice it. So I, I D wow. and I played games and I was like, wait, you're not clocking how long it's taking me to learn this? And he said, nope, I'm learning it as well and I'm taking just as long. And I don't know why at this point at 32, the light went off, who cares why? But it then made me think, wait, wait, I could turn this whole thing around, are you joking? So typical V, I went in and I bought all these things. Um, <laughs> and then here we are with this, with this topic, cause I'm like, so what else are we gonna learn? So yeah, that's the long and short of it. <laughs> I love your absolutely militant approach to your own personal development. Like, like you're afraid of that thing. I'm going to go buy 12 of them. Like, I don't like games. I'm going to make myself. I do not. Oh, I just, God. I feel scared for your God willing children someday. Like, dude, you're not alone. I feel the same. I know. That's like, that's, I just feel like this it's, is a foreshadowing extreme. of the kind of mom you're going to be. And I love it for you. And I just feel it for your, for your future yep. kids. 
Yeah, that's why it's great to have a partner that is of balance. <laughs> Dia's nothing like me. So we've had this discussion before. I'm like so nervous. And he's like, nope, it'll be fine. I'll just take them over here when the time presents itself <laughs> and calm down. Okay, so. Hilarious. So what's your like, okay, I, you're supposed to ask the question, but I have to. I know. I, I know. I just, yep. Okay. So how, what's your approach to personal development then? Just like most most broadly it feels kind of militant but like how would you describe it <laughs> okay i am militant in the viewpoint of like i do not believe that however i am is how i will always be and I have always felt that way about myself and people, and thereby I have a very strong, <sighs> uh, I have a very strong aversion to that sentiment, which is mm. a majority. And it is really difficult for me to under to get into that mindset uh, that sometimes it's okay to like let things go. So that's my own baggage and I I have gone about it in the way of I've always been very receptive to feedback because I want to hear and know exactly where you believe the gap was and I'm going to come back relatively quickly and resolve that gap and I have always been like that from school age and mm -hmm. The only place that that didn't really work out very well was just math in general. <laughs> but I think that's because I told myself I wasn't good at math and here we are. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, but I started on this like self-awareness, self-help, uh, you know, uh, I read a lot of books. I'm a book. I go to the books first mm -hmm. and then I am big on being academic with the learnings. I'm taking notes. I'm writing. I'm writing post-its. They're all over my walls. I need them to be ingrained in my psyche. And then I am sharing exactly what I've learned with other people. Yes, for their benefit, but also for my own mutual benefit, because if I'm sharing it, it's getting deeper ingrained. So that's how that's how. So winner learn how I've been saying that that is one of the that's a perfect example of me doing exactly that. I learned that and I want that to be the case for me. And so I'm going to say it all the time. Mm. You are an absolute hustler of personal development. <laughs> I have I'm to, a glutton. I, 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 I know I admire it. I, I think like your thoroughness in the whole process of like, not just seeking out, like you really are committed to each step of the process, seeking out, um, understanding what you don't know, but then, um, reinforcing habits that will help you not only learn the information, but help it stick and then putting it into practice with teaching other people or, I mean, it's every, every time I talk to you, Vic, it's a new, like I learned this. And so this is my takeaway. And now I'm going to tell you about it. And that just solidifies your knowledge so much more. So I feel like you're just, you're for me, a model of what it looks like to be a lifelong learner. So I'm thankful to get to bear witness to that. Thank you, sis. Thank you. And I'm curious, how do you do it? I mean, I'm assuming you're not as militant as me. I, oh, I love me a good structure. Don't get me wrong. Um, <laughs> but I think I probably lose steam a little quicker than you do. Um, yeah, I believe that. I, let's see. Uh, I, I do. I love learning. Both of my parents were teachers. I loved 
school in general, I, I asked my teacher for more homework because I thought it was really fun in elementary school. I begged my mom. (laughs) Okay. This is funny in kindergarten. I begged my mom to take me out of kindergarten because I was so bored. Like, wow. I wanted to learn more and we weren't learning new things. And I was not about it. So she did anyways. So I, I really do love learning. I'm not a fan and this could be a whole shtick, uh, of higher education models. So the topic of like personal development is actually, and like seeking out like independent workshops or coaches or curriculum. I'm not a huge fan of courses. I just like have struggled to find formats that really work for me, but like more workshops or accelerator kind of like collaborative spaces tend to be, I'm like always looking for them, always taking advantage of them, always signing up for them. Um, because I think there's just so when, well, there's, there's a lot of really bad ones out there. So I don't, I wouldn't say I'm like super quick to jumping on to like every single, like kind of, um, cheap offer out there. But when, when it's somebody that I know who has gone through it, I'm always asking people like, what have you gone through? Like, what's your personal development look like? Like what was transformative for you? And then if somebody refers me to it, I'm like all in. So let me ask you, what's, what is a transformational learning on the self-awareness pathway that you can connect to you being a community builder, particularly? Oh, that's a good question. Um, so that was specifically not professional. (laughs) That was like not touted as a professional thing. Okay. Not professional. Okay. So, um, I mean, honestly, like all of them, I, I just see so much, um, interconnectedness between like anything that I learn in the personal development side is going to bleed into my professional life. So this one I had, um, the first example that comes to mind is about a year and a half ago, I was going through some coaching and through this experience, I realized I had been living out. I had articulated my core value as courage. One, there's like Mm. two core values and one I identified as courage. And Mm -hmm. through this coaching experience, I realized like, I actually wanted to try on daring as my new value. Um, and so I kind of, I realized through this coaching experience, like I, I was, I saw courage as like a, a defensive version of daring. Like, um, you know, you have courage in the face of hard times or when you it's it's something that you have to kind of access or muster when faced with adversity. And that that's less I have less of that receiving energy and more of that, like um, offensive energy <laughs> of like, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to like bravely pursue this unknown situation. So to me, daring embodied that yeah. more. So that was a personal, that was a personal reflection, but that completely transformed the way that I ran my business and the way that I did my work with my clients as a community builder. So yeah, that's the first example that comes to mind. I'm curious what happened, what happened for you, or if you, if something comes to mind for you. Many things come to mind for me. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, let me, I was just actually trying to look for something, but frigate, I'll go off the top of my head. So one thing that I learned recently is a actual format for having hard conversations. And this can span 
personal, professional, academic, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, whatever realm you're in. Mm-hmm. And you could probably think of any levels of general contentious or conflict between you and another person. And it could be as kind of menial as just straight up miscommunication due to asynchronous, like we're talking through Slack only ever mm-hmm. to as maximum as we're about to get a divorce. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, the format is like four steps. Um, as I recall it, is this and i may be i'm paraphrasing because this is how i received it but essentially Mm -hmm. it is reiterating the value you see in this relationship we have Mm -hmm. sharing objective facts no more than three so what i've observed what i've noticed is this 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 so you have by this point hopefully by this process detached your emotion with what's happening you now need to just have this conversation mm-hmm. um the third step is my request of you is being really clear with that my request of you is you know um let me know whether the message is urgent or not urgent because we're in two different hemispheres mm-hmm. and i can't get back to you so quickly as an example mm-hmm. and then the fourth step is do, do you have any feedback or requests of me i'd like to open this up and have there be an open doorway for this sort of conversation, although it is hard, but I, you know, and I'm grateful that you're giving me this space. I know it's awkward type, you know, mm. type of thing. And then they may respond. They may need time. They, they may say, hey, you know, I've never been asked this before. Can I like get back to you? Any variety of responses are acceptable, obviously. And mm-hmm. hopefully you have modeled a way to have this conversation more frequently exactly and this definitely works well with conflict resolution in communities uh big big small online in real life anything because it's about respecting of each other's perspectives and aiming for impact versus intention which we've spoken about before Mm -hmm. that's a big one that i took away oh that's good oh so (sighs) apropos for the community world we don't we don't deal with conflict That's what, that's another really interesting point is how little I see the skill set of conflict resolution or or conflict so negotiation as a skill set. So that's actually another really or as great something that we point. talk about yep. in the general community spheres is conflict yeah. resolution. For people yeah. who deal with people in conflict almost all day, it's not really something we like. I haven't seen a ton about it. I see moderation, but I don't see conflict resolution. And conflict resolution is within moderation. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and the the question is, how do you get adept at that? Sure, you could go to school for conflict negotiation. I did. <laughs> it's like my minor, <laughs> LOL. Um, or you could be on this. This is, I, I would say that skill set is a bit more self-awareness, school of life, learned and so with that kind of example in mind can you think of any other skill sets like that okay Mm. that that you could go to school or get a certification but let's be real practice is going to make this thing perfect that our skill sets in community so what are some of those as they come to mind for you yeah yes yeah because there's not there's not the formal um like to the best of my knowledge, there's no like higher education degree in community building, maybe for nonprofits, but like, like it's not a part of your marketing curriculum or like it's not worked into the, no, 
it's, it's emerging. Let's just say it that way. Um, you know, the, the best thing that I think will help develop a community building skill set is to be a part of a community <laughs> and find a community, great call, find a community you love. If you're, if you're not already in one and, and ask to be more involved, ask to become a leader, ask to do an event. Um, you know, if you're not a part of a community, if there's like an activity or something that you're doing that you've noticed other people are doing in your area. Um, for me, like I also rent out camper vans on the side. So I'm starting to create a community of people who do that on the big Island. Um, I also like have created communities around the books that I'm reading because I'm getting good insights. Um, I think that's like, I think that's the very best way more than any certification or course that you can go through is just getting yourself integrated, plugged into a community and becoming as, as much of a leader as you possibly can in that space. You will learn, you will learn light years more than filling out some worksheets. Be what you want to see. Is that what you're mm. saying? Mm. Oh, yes. Yep. Yeah. Be what you want to see. Do, do the job that. and then do the job. Yeah. Mm. I love that. And, and I, I also want to follow up with, do you, and if you can't answer this quickly, that's fine, but we'll put in the show notes, any, cause you said you had a coach. So like, what do you mean? Is that like a performance coach, a life coach, a business coach? And was it a program? Was it individual? I'm just mm -hmm. trying to think of some, a collation of materials that we can share. Maybe that we ourselves have used. Oh. So yeah. I'm talking books and, and so on. We can add them all in the show notes, but just off the top of your head right now. Yeah. Can you I answer actually... that? I just pulled up my backlog and I'll just work through them of like things that I've done. Um, so I, I have worked with a coach. His name is Keith Lomax. Um, he was incredible. Um, really insightful. can just absolutely cut through the bullshit and ask the question behind the question. Um, and it was important to me anyways. Well, he's, he's great. We'll just link to his stuff. Um, I've also done Seth Godin's alt MBA uh, workshop, which has, I believe is coming to an end this season. I've also done several other Seth Godin workshops, like they're freelancer and I'm in their marketing seminar right now. So I think Akimbo is actually going to come to an end after this season, but those have been extremely helpful. Recommend the books if the workshops aren't available. Um, my friend Taylor, who actually, she's also, she actually used to work for Akimbo. Um, she, and actually, yeah, we're, you're friends with Taylor too. So I trust oh, her. Harrington. Yeah. 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 Oh, love Taylor. Love Taylor. Trust her opinion. She told yeah. me about, um, an adult summer camp called third nature that wait, uh, good night. I was just looking at that today. I'm so <laughs> done with you. Oh my God. Go on. Are you going to do it? Wait. So, oh, should we do it? <laughs> I haven't done it. I haven't done it, but like someday, it's, on, it's on my list. It's on the backlog. It's on the backlog. Okay. List. Well, not too um, backlog. Cause that deadline's tomorrow, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, go on. Um, Taylor also recommended COA, COA, Emotional Fitness Workshop, uh, joincoa.com. Um, so that that feels like an amazing fit for community managers who are dealing with the ins and outs of other people's emotions <laughs> day in and day out uh, as a way to kind of build up your, your, your muscles with your emotional fitness. Um, I have also, let me see here. The final things, and then I have a couple of courses that are on my backlog, but I don't want to throw them out because I haven't gone through them, but give me, give me your, like your personal development stack. 
uh, I wish I could go back to a list of my own that you have. Ugh. So off the top of my head again is I also had a life coach. Mm. I have had, of course, transformational coaching, as you very well know, and I've alluded to it many times in preceding episodes, but uh, that took up a, a bulk of my year in 2022. So that and this was, a, was like, yeah. it's not just coaching. This was a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Um, so this was transformational and performance coaching within a program that was based upon group accountability to inevitably get to one's own complete and utter self accountability. So the -hmm. idea of moving, you know, from, from the I to the us, I full of ego, we, now I'm thinking about my, my like next person. And then how can I get to integrate into the world and be a better leader mm. uh, by being better to myself basically mm. so um it's like that and if if you're familiar if you're listening and you're familiar with something like landmark life spring day with destiny mitt it's along the same lines um and it is intense <laughs> i truly mm-hmm. don't have another word for the intensity brie knows very well uh how intense it was for me so graduating was a pretty big accomplishment Mm. uh in that way so with all of that i again tend toward books i'm I'm way more of a book Mm. nerd with these things and i do tend toward the spiritual side of like i guess kind of self-helpy spiritual and then interspersed with that would be you know your Brene Brown um Mm -hmm. and then I would read maybe Wild I would listen to School of Greatness by Lewis Hose I listened to a lot so I am Mm -hmm. uh yeah less courses however that is something I want to engage in more in 2023 and beyond I know, but I, and it's funny we both have the same thing but it's like the most transformative experiences that I've had are not really courses. Usually there's some sort of like material, but it's, it's yeah. the interactions and the the unlocking with other people, uh, unless it's just like direct content, right? There's like books or podcasts that are just like a one-way relationship. But once I'm in, into a learning state, I've found that it's so helpful for me to be surrounded by other people who are going through that thing together at the same time, who can draw different elements out of me that I might be missing because I'm just too close to myself to be able to catch them. Okay. That's an excellent point. And that's how, that's why I was struggling a lot with what I was saying, because yes, it is personal. I'm doing these things. And then another really imperative piece to this puzzle is, do you have people around you that are holding you up to your highest perception of yourself because you, like you said, are not always going to see yourself as clearly as I do. Right. So I would, I would be honored and privileged to be able to hold you, you know, in those moments, right. As Mm -hmm. someone that's in my life and someone that's in my community and so on. So that sort of, that sort of, um, understanding of oneself that I can be both here for myself and also hold for someone else is Mm -hmm. a rigorous practice of like, I, I would say it's almost differing empathy. Because it's like you could be empathetic generally, but to to have the intention in your day to day to hold and bolster 
in the highest masterpiece, the people around you, when mm -hmm. at any moment they could falter and you don't know when that'll be and you may be faltering as well, that's different. That's like mm -hmm. a different level of commitment that, and I'm saying it's rigorous because it's like daily practice, it's daily work. You, that's something you have to get into. So there's mm -hmm. things in, and I imagine in your daily life as well that you're rigorous with that add to your capacity to be a better community builder. Um, and at the simple fact of you going out of your way to continue your learning in a variety of ways, knowing very well that you're a generalist and to hone like each aspect of all those generalized natures of yourself is only going to benefit any community you come into contact with. Right. It's all connected. And sometimes the sneakiest learnings are the best ones, like the ones that come from reading fiction or, oh, yeah. um, you know, it's like, so oh, yeah. I love, that's what I love, like, um, personal development, let's call it like <laughs> program, any program that yeah. creates space for that, um, organic connection and a little bit on a little bit unstructured, um, experimentation. I, I find so much value out of those spaces. Yeah. And I think at this point, it it's hopefully hopefully we've made a good enough case to the listener that self-awareness uh the journey of self-awareness is integral to being mm. a person in community that is part of the community and also can potentially be a leader within a community mm. uh, in whatever facet that is okay so um, I have a question. What's, what's a tip that you have for someone who wants to develop themselves personally from your experience? Uh, well, get a coach. <laughs> I mean, uh, it just, it's diff coaching is different than therapy. We're not going into coaching mm -hmm. with this is going on. Uh, this has been going on for this long and kind of yada, yada, yada which I'm not poo-pooing therapy. It's a completely different arena to work in than mm -hmm. having a coach for, for a purpose. And it's, it ends at some point because they have coached you to that end. So mm -hmm. there is homework, the there call. is pre-work. Yeah. Right. Like you're, you're going in with a purpose and an intention for this coach that you have researched who spe specializes in these aspects. So it could be mm -hmm. a business coach specializing in solopreneurship, uh, in finance i don't know right so like you're going to use that coach to specifically work with you on those things and hopefully they have some sort of framework or something but uh having a performance coach mm -hmm. i think is interesting and uh that would be a takeaway you can you know do a good google you can ask your networks you never know who your people know mm, um, ask you your networks <laughs> yeah Oh my God. Do that. Ask us. I mean, we have these connections. So if you're listening to this, you have at least two options to ask. And uh, yeah, I guess I'd leave it there without going. I get loquacious. So I'll just cut it off there. Oh, <laughs> uh, thank you for that question, Brie. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I think what one of the things I'm taking away from this conversation is like definitely what you said that the personal blends into our professional. So when you take the time to develop your own sense of awareness, when you are developing the skills, your, your own personal skills, inter, interpersonal, uh, extra personal, that is going to have a positive impact on, on your work. At Absolutely. Large. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm.
and it, it further delineates what exactly you want to focus in if you do or what you want to learn more about in a more academic way so mm-hmm. there's also that if you realize oh i actually really kind of like coaching this coaching thing aspect well that's an eye-opener for you you learn that about yourself now you get to choose oh there's a coaching program oh i can get the certificate oh i can go to school oh i could just do it and call myself a coach and be it and that's you know so then the world is your oyster mm. and i think with that i think with that my gal we'll leave everybody to it <laughs> all right that's all we got All right, make sure to check our show notes below for links to what we've discussed, our business services, and even a survey if you feel so inclined. I know that's right. And the best way to reach us is on LinkedIn. Follow or message us there, and we will see you next time. Next time.